When I was little, I remember reading about San Diego Comic-Con in like Wizard Magazine. I don't know if you remember Wizard Magazine. I don't. It was like it had the comic it was like the comic book industry magazine. It had a price guide and it had interviews with comic book authors and stuff. And they'd always have like a little you know, a little ad in the back, a little square that said San Diego Comic Con and I was like, Oh my god, it would be so cool to go. There's a Comic Con in San Diego. I know. I know. I, mean, I, I remember I mean, when Comic Cons were just like in a hotel ballroom and there was just like guys selling comics. Welcome back, Golden Nerds. This is the Golden Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lons, and I'm joined by my best bud, Shy. Hi, Shy. Holiday Row, oh, 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 Holiday Road, Schmoopaloos. <laughs> oh, or Schmoopaloo in this case, since Ash is not with us today. Yes, Ash could not make it here for our special San Diego Comic-Con Golden Nerds podcast, uh, where we talk about all things Comic-Con, Goldbergs, Schooled, and general pop culture related to the biggest Comic-Con in United States. I actually heard that Brazil is the biggest Comic-Con in the world, though. I don't know if that's true. But, but at this point, like... Is Brazil's Comic Con a Comic Con, or or do they also have like Capoeira going on there and yeah, music exactly. festival and lots of other celebrities? Like, what do we define as a Comic Con? Because San Diego Comic Con is San Diego Comic Con because it's the original, but at this point, it's also just like a massive industry junket, right? TV and movie True. industry junket. Which it is a junket, which is like it's like the press. It's it's basically upfronts. It's basically. TCAs, which is, you know, the, the Critics Association, like their little press junket. It's just, it's always press junkets. The cast of all these shows, they have like, most of their day is filled with just doing interviews and saying the same thing for like 10 hours to different interviewers and outlets, which like you can see why, where you could tell if you watch an interview, like, in the morning, the cast is all chipper and hyper and everything, and by the end, they like look like they're zombies. <laughs> and it's like you can't blame them, you no. know. You can't. I can't blame and, them. And I'm so conflicted because I'm so glad that the comic book world has gotten this big, right? Like that. Mm-hmm. That comic book and geekdom and every fandom is is so celebrated that the biggest studios in the world are premiering their stuff. On the other hand, I feel like the 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 fan it's gotten increasingly far away from the fans when you look at those lines and and it's not like the like if you go to smaller cons you'll see like some of these celebrities will just kind of walk the con and walk around maybe they walk around san diego comic-con too like no they well they do with their bodyguards or with like bodyguards trailing like you're not if a celebrity is getting close to you it's because um they have like a security right next to them Got it. Yeah. So it's it's so. But so on one hand, I, there's a place for everything. I just miss that it's not as intimate as it probably could have been a long time ago. Yeah, I, I, I'm on the same boat with like the whole. I think it got too big. Uh, I think they should have capped it, you know, at a certain size. But on the other hand, I would say I'm obviously more of a pop culture junkie than a comic book nerd Mm -hmm. so i i'm very much appreciate more of the pop culture aspect to it 
Um, and you're, you're totally right. And and comic books shouldn't be relegated in, in no way should be relegated to something as small as just comics for nerds or anything like that because or even just comic book shows because i mean you know uh the good place was there why is the good place there it's not a comic book show you know it's not a comic book or based on anything so like why is the good place there but i appreciate that they are there because it's a great show um it has a loyal fandom i, I would say it's like a comic con now in san diego is like a fandom con like it's a it's a it's a place for any type of show any type of movie any type or like comic book that has a very fervent fandom like a very like intense loyal um fandom so it's like of course the goldbergs are there we have a great fandom the gold nerds absolutely um, very loyal and proud and uh, so excited about about our show. So it's like that's what I appreciate about San Diego Comic Con is like it's about the fandom, even if it's not about the fans anymore. And there is a distinction. Although, um, although to the credit of our Goldverse cast and crew, yeah, they are cool with the fans. I wasn't there, but I'm totally. confident that mm-hmm. Sam and Sean and Troy and Brett were cool just by by how much fun it looked like they were having. Totally, I I would agree with that, and I'm sure that they are they would be able to walk through the con and have fun without being bombarded as if they were, you know, Robert Downey Jr. or something. That's fair. Yeah. So, pros and cons to the con, of course. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Now it's the biggest biggest one. So, and I don't hate that coming from San Diego. Um, does wonders for our economy down there so i'm and, such an con- and, economist nerd so and i love seeing our show on the biggest comic-con stage totally uh yeah that's sick because like not all shows get to go there even if they're the biggest shows so for our show to get a booth to have a signing and everything that's pretty sick so good job goldberg's and gold nerds, because I would and say nerds, it's a tribute yeah. to gold nerds as a fandom. Of course, uh, love our love the fans, love our people. Uh, but yeah, so I I had sent you a link, and we'll send we'll put out the link as well again with the EW interview that they did. The boys did, Troy, Sean, Sam, and Brett. Uh, great interview fun guys we all know that and they gave us little nuggets some spoilers some teasers for the upcoming seasons and i think the biggest one to come out of con is we have a movie homage for the season seven premiere of goldberg's and i don't know about you shy but i think we are all hyped with a capital h for this movie oh my goodness what do you think what do you think for vacation yeah Oh, for this, yes. I mean, this is one of the ones, and this is where, again, tribute to Adam for having the patience. This is one of the ones that we've been waiting for and wanting for the longest time that we're finally Well, going- spoiler, spoiler, if you guys didn't see anything online, we are doing vacation, National Lampoon's vacation, Chevy Chase, um, Beverly Mitchell. We're doing it upright. It's what Wendy has said was her number one movie she's wanted to do since being on this show. We're finally doing it shy why why is now the good time okay 
Now's a good time because look, we're in season seven, folks. We're mm-hmm. we're we're not only are we in the promised land, we're past the promised land. We're in syndication. Totally. We yep. as fans are playing with house money. Yep. And this is something they could have pulled out in season two. They could have pulled this out in season three, you know, or season four when they're trying to make sure they get to that magic number 100. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Think about the things that came before this for that, that were for the fans. Just last season alone, the Highlander episode, Highlander, yeah. which which had Clancy Brown saying there can be only one. Uh, the, the Star Wars versus Star Trek Jackie, uh, Jackie Adam episode. The uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street episode, the, the super duper looper, right? There are all these things that, that they touched on and the, or, or the rad episode. How about that one? Or break in, right? All of those things <laughs> break in. All of those things happened, right? But knowing in the back of their mind that not only the fans, but the cast want to see them go on vacation and do a tribute to vacation. And so for me, it just shows tremendous confidence in the material, tremendous confidence in the in the relationship with the fans to to save this for something this late. Now, I really also I want to say real quick, though, we in the beginning, it seemed like our main movie homage would be like mid-season or just after break right and it would be like the big movie homage and they would do like a lot of press for that and stuff um like when we did uh ferris bueller day off and karate kid and dirty dancing right right but, but seems, one year breakfast club started off the season right right and so but that was also when they did um the the karate kid so it's like oh okay we had two that since, year so since season three, I think we've been now doing premiere movie homage as well as mid-season movie homage. And it's like now we're really ramping it up. We're getting two huge movie homages a year. Because um, season three, it started out with the breakfast or sorry, the risky, risky business, business one. And then we did Breakfast Club. Uh, then we went into Weird Science. Great movie. And then last year we did 16 Candles. Oh, oh, shit. Man, oh, that was a good one too. Candles. What, was it Dave Kim who's in the? Who's in the? <laughs> is it Dave Kim who's in the? It's in the in the, in the, the table the, at the end. Yeah, oh, yeah. Amazing. Scene. That was such a great. Oh, and that's when we got our ponytail Johnson paradox because his hair got stuck in the door. Oh, oh man. So it's so. It's like we're just full throttling now. So we have vacation to set up the premiere. Which, hands down, I mean, we've just named off, rattled off so many classics, so many deep cuts. Revenge so of the Nerds. Cold... Revenge of the Nerds. That's one yeah, of the so, best so, homages. So many uh, in cult followings. And now it's like vacation. I feel like we have made it to the promised land. Vacation is not only a classic, not only a cult following, not only, you know, just one of the biggest movies, but it has longevity to it. I I agree with you that, like, he really saved some, like some of the real good ones. It's like we've later. earned it. It's like you want that yeah, vacation exactly. one. We'll, yeah. we'll 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 do it when we get there when it's the right exactly. time. Exactly. So and they've had that station wagon for seven years, and they've waited seven years to finally uh, use that station wagon. And as and that's it's intended. And, and it's been through a lot because didn't Erica, yeah. Erica, <laughs> and Jeff like already wreck it once. <laughs> <laughs> and then um beverly runs through this stop sign and gets smashed <laughs> honestly it reminds me of my parent like the first car that i drove that my parents had went through that level of trauma 
<laughs> we so let's all right let's work this through yeah so in vacation you have uh clark griswold mm. you have oh mrs griswold's name escaping <laughs> me right now that's right, terrible I tonight. played by beverly d'angelo and then you've got russ and daughter's name escaping is, me right now is audrey russ and audrey right then, ellen ellen griswold so clark ellen Russ and Audrey. Russ and Audrey. In the original, you also have the great aunt who dies. Mm-hmm. You have the you have cousin Eddie played by R- Randy Quaid. So right, Eddie is his name. I think it's yeah. Eddie. And just in the first one specifically, Russ is played by none other than Anthony, Anthony Michael, Michael Hall. Hall. Yeah. So I mean, what an all star cast. So let's 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 play out here. Who yeah. will we get? An Anthony Michael Hall cameo in this. Because he's around. Wow. wow. Well, as we know, he was on Riverdale uh, this past season. So we do know he is around and still acting. Oh, yeah. He so, was the the president from, or sorry, not the president, the principal from the Midnight Club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So you got Anthony Michael Hall still around. Yeah. Somehow I don't feel like this will be a Chevy Chase situation. Yeah, I, I, I would I would pass on that. I think I, I just get, don't I think I don't think but maybe a Beverly D'Angelo. To me to me like Adam would go and get someone like that to come and appear. Or ooh, or Brian Doyle Murray who plays the one of the clerks or whatever, but he's he was on the middle for a long time. Oh, I love Brian Doyle Murray. That, yeah, that I feel would, like we could get him. That would be great. That would be great. Now, how do you think the Cousin Eddie part plays out? Like, do you think not only will they give us vacation, but Fogler will be there and it will be an Uncle Marv situation? And instead of... Did you hear that? Hello? Yeah, that was weird. Whoa, somebody somebody abducted Uncle Marv. (laughs) <laughs> do you think that's how we'll play out like the cousin Eddie situation or do I you mean, think we'll introduce like a cousin like a new cousin that would be wild to introduce a new <laughs> a new family member seven years in but you never know uh, my I would hope they get Uncle Marvin back because he would be the perfect cousin Eddie oh yeah the perfect Eddie that would be yeah cool. so I'm hoping I mean, that's enough of a an all-star cameo right there that we don't even need anyone from the actual movie if we just get Uncle Marv. Now, where are they going to go? Is it just going to be like Disney because they're on ABC? Oh, or Well, remind you, it's like all ABC shows get to go to Disney World and it's like always an episode of, of like that they air right all the middle did it blackish did it you know all those the, the blackish one is shows. one of my favorite disney episodes that's the one with the and concierge it's, like, it's amazing and it's like you know goldberg's is their highest rated comedy and they still have yet to go to disney world you know and it's like well that's a bummer so it would make the most sense in real life and on the show if they went to disney world like they could film vacation. it at Disneyland, but they would be driving to Florida for Disney. Yeah, totally. Because driving to Florida from Philly is totally doable. It's like and long, a, but it's doable. Yeah, long enough for 
a lot of vacation antics could go wrong. I mean, maybe they should just do an episode as long as Vacation, the original movie. Because that's, I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> I would just want to, I just want to watch a Goldberg's <laughs> The Movie that's just them doing their own spin on vacation. I imagine our fandom being so great that after the show ends and a few years later, the fandom starts a Kickstarter for Goldberg's The Movie. Oh, just like Veronica Mars did. Oh, yeah. Or like a limited series, just like a few episodes a year. Just like a few. Just give us like eight. Yeah. Oh, or like Psych, where they just do holiday movies now. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? If I could have a Hanukkah episode of the Goldbergs, you know, I was watching the other day I was with my kids and <laughs> yeah. we were watching the Rugrats Passover. I don't know if you've ever seen the Rugrats Passover, but it, I have. OK, so the Rugrats Passover, first of all, a masterpiece. Second of all, it's a reminder to me how few like Jewish holiday episodes there are in the united states because like that's what we got we got red rats passover and the super and the hanukkah episodes of the goldbergs those are the ones that we have like yes like very thankful for adam making this show so now there are seven uh, are there seven hanukkah episodes i don't know if there's seven there are seven but there's at least four or five yeah 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 I, there's not seven they didn't start doing hanukkah till like season three. Oh yeah oh my favorite episode Super Hanukkah Me, Christmas story. Mine too. Shy, we're meant to be. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's so good. It's sizzle and pop. <laughs> I, whenever anyone, I, I, I admit whenever anyone does anything that sort of violates our traditions, like I mean, I'm not super religious, but like when it, my sisters or, or my wife or something, I'll, I'll quote one of the lines that, uh, Pop says like and then Moses the porpoise split the Red Sea with Aquaman <laughs> <laughs> love it so vacation super yes. big news um, okay if they don't go to Disneyland they could be heading up to or I guess they're not going to school that far away and they've already been Where, to Hershey Park what about like dropping off Adam at summer camp and then the second episode is Adam at summer camp finally I mean if they give us Adam at summer camp like if they've hid that in this and the next episode is Adam summer camp I will pass out I'll pass out on the podcast you'll just hear thump, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and you'll be like shy, shy. <laughs> because I need the Goldbergs Jewish summer camp episode I know Aaron Aaron has teased it so many times that he wants to do it it's I oh I just I love the way the entertainment industry portrays summer camp in the eighties. Like nothing warms <laughs> my heart more because it's all the same. It, you could literally it's like those like side by sides of the Rock Johnson in the plain white T shirt. It's like which movie is this from? And it's like five <laughs> different movies. You could do that with like all the summer camps of any like pop culture like reference oh, in yeah. history and they all look the same because they and could I'm do just like meatball. here for it they could do meatballs they could do uh, a friday the 13th kind of spin that isn't murdery of course but that, <laughs> that kind of a thing anyways it would be it would be awesome yeah so, so I yeah they could I, be I, dropping I, off there but I, I, yeah i have a comic-con question for you shoot okay like an industry question because you know the industry so well 
So oh. at the at Comic Con, you got Sam, you got Sean, Brett, and Troy. Mm-hmm. They're spending what twelve hours, sixteen hours together, just promoting and stuff like that, and doing their funny photo shoot where they lifted up Sean, which I thought was adorable. I know, so cute. Do do actors so the gold. First cast, as far as I can, t- I say Goldverse because Schooled and Goldberg's together, right? They look like they're having an amazing time together, and I believe it because I feel like that's just the environment they're in. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you could tell when actors don't like each other as much, or do you think One they're actors and they can act? Percent. Okay, so they're so, not putting us on. We know for sure. Like I believe it, but I want to believe it. All right. So, like I, I, um, as you know, I've been really really deep into the Arrow fandom as of late since it's ending. And if you were to look at any one of those Arrow interviews from this year and compare it to like what we saw with the Goldbergs, you can tell that they're putting on a face over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's their last season, so they're not even hiding it because what are they going to do? You know, they already, it's, they're already done, you know? So, uh, I mean, it, you can just it's like the air in the room is deflated with these people and it's more than just them being tired it's more than them having to like do this for 10 hours it's like i don't want to and then it, it i would say like steven is friends with like you know david ramsey plays um diggle and stuff but he ain't friends with the others on that cast especially without emily bet there to like buffer him with all the others and it's like yeah a one million percent you can tell in interviews who's close who's not close if any of the class cast is close and how well they hide it um but you know they're close when they joke around with each other when they like so troy in the interview would be like Sean, Sean, you you're like obsessed with something. What are you obsessed with? Tell me what you're obsessed with. Like, you know, egging him on. And Sean's like, oh, I, I love Pez dispensers. And it's like that banter between them. They're laughing. They're joking. Their body language, you could tell, is like very relaxed. And they're like calm with each other. Um, but like Troy, like knowing what Sean is like geeking out about, knowing what Sean loves and stuff. Like, you're not going to get that with Steven you know, Stephen Amell on Arrow being like how he is with Katie Cassidy, you know, like he, you know, those two hate each other. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't oh, realize. like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So many behind the scenes stories with that one, but like it's stuff like that. Like you can tell like on the flash cast, they're joking with each other. They, they are, they keep like touching each other and like egging each other on. Um, and the river, river and the Riverdale river, cast are like oh, best friends. <laughs> fucking love fest over there. It, nothing warms my heart more than when casts are like actually best friends in real life. Um, like the exactly perfect example Riverdale cast. It's like the boys can't keep like messing around with each other, and the girls are getting annoyed. But it's like one of those like, oh my god, my brother's so annoying, but I love him, you know? Yeah, and. It's like it's like that. So like when I see the Goldbergs cast, um, I definitely know that they're they're friends in real life. And if they don't even see each other every day, like like the Riverdale cast, they like are secluded up in Vancouver. They have sixteen hour days for ten months out of the year. They're seeing each other every freaking waking hour. But like 
the Goldbergs guys, I don't know. They, their schedule is a lot easier. They might not like hang out a lot outside. I don't know. They're, but... they're also like, I think when they started, wildly different ages. Exactly. That too. And it's like, that's understandable, but then they still treat each other like family. So it's like, if they're not best friends, it's because they're family. You know, it's like one of those things, um, which is like equally as good for us what? because they are playing family. Oh, yeah. Now, what do you think the dynamic is when you have a Brett Dyer who's on the new show? Oh, and that's the other thing. Thank you. So it's like when they're doting on each other, Troy was so cute. Um, and he was like, because Brett was like, oh, yeah, I'm in another love triangle. Why do I keep doing that to myself? And then Troy's <laughs> like, because look at you. You're so handsome. I mean, of course you are. It's like stuff like that. But it's little things like that. It's like, yeah, of course they like each other. Of course they're cool with each other. Um, I totally believe that. You're not faking that. Uh, especially, like I said, they're also going into their seventh season. If you're going into your first or second season and you're doing the con, you're going to fake it real hard because you're still excited. Um, it's still new. You maybe don't know each other as well, so you're trying really hard to like sell it. But they're going into their seventh season. They've known each other for a while. They're still acting really close with each other that's how you know it's genuine genuine but yeah so go ahead with what were you saying about brett oh no that that that's what i was i, I was going to ask is that when you have someone new on the new mm -hmm. show on the spinoff show yeah. right like so i don't know how what all shows relationships are with their spinoffs but you have someone like brett who is is a bona fide new this isn't this isn't brian this isn't um tim this isn't aj this is a character that has not been on the Goldbergs. He doesn't exist right. in the Goldbergs world at this point. And, and he's there with these other, uh, ostensibly two of them leads. And then Jeff is a, a regular, right? Mm -hmm. And then Sam is a regular. They've been in the universe so long and he's kind of the new kid and he's the new kid representing the new show. It looked to me, the dynamic between all of them was so natural and so kind of chill. It wasn't competitive. I I I just wonder what goes what goes into making that work. Is that a reflection of Brett Dyer being a cool, nice guy? Is that a reflection Which of the Which is tone factual. That... Okay. He's so the best. You, I knew you Brett's followed Brett Dyer stuff. Yeah, so I know Brett Dyer, not personally. Um I have met him once. Uh but he is really sweet. He's such a great guy. That's just what I've heard around town. Um as well. But like it also is I mean, that's just his personality like how can you not love this guy he's so great and fun but it's also again it's the Goldbergs it's the tone at top it's you know Wendy's number one in the call sheet right so this is kind of her universe if we're going to play it like that that's true um so I would assume and I'm I, I would bet my, my bet a lot of money on this that she was welcoming to like the schooled people you know she was in the the pilot she probably wasn't in it a lot she probably had a lot to do but i would bet she welcomed people and and made sure that you know brett felt like a part of the family and stuff and i'm sure and even barry being in the last episode and stuff barely working with with brett at all or sorry troy barely working with brett at all but um i'd imagine they found that, a rapport real quick. That, that's true. Their chemistry was really funny that episode. I actually caught myself yeah. saying, um, uh, TJ Pete, what is the, what is his messed up version that he says of JTP? Oh, I said it to myself uh, the other day. 
J. PTJ or yeah, something oh, like shoot. that. Yeah, J JP. Wait. I uh, hopefully there is a loyal gold. JPT. JPT. Okay. Something like that. But yeah, he and the way he said it was freaking phenomenal. But yeah, I would, I would say that they were welcoming, um, because it, I would think that their trailers are like near each other but maybe they have way different schedules and they probably didn't run into each other a lot but um you know there's cast stuff table reads promo i think they seem really chill to me they seem like all like good friends maybe they have similar circles that they run in or something i don't know but i would say that's a genuine like love for each other on that on with those guys and with the show obviously and then i don't know if you saw but even Haley. um, oh yeah she had that great message yeah she had that great message she said she's really sad she couldn't be at comic-con and how much she loves her boys um i mean you're not gonna do that you're not gonna post a video after the fact because there's no reason to you know unless you actually meant it so Right, and she's just like chilling in her house in her regular clothes. Like it was, it was an authentic statement. It wasn't like it was some promo that Sony made her do. Right, exactly. <laughs> no one paid her to do that. So, I, I think you should rest easy um, because we're really, really lucky to know that these people are friends with each other and also just genuine people in general. Because some some casts suck. Some. <laughs> <laughs> Some people suck. I don't know what to say. Some people suck. <laughs> uh, yeah. But were there any other big reveals on the on on the season? Um, I think Brett was shooting in the dark, but he did say that they would on school that they would probably do a Matrix homage, which would be awesome. If like for a whole episode. Some- I mean, Keanu Reeves is really big right now. He's having his moment in the spotlight. He, he is. Is it all because he was in that uh, Always Be My Maybe? <laughs> no, he was... Um, and that because got him a lot of press. He was in... We're getting Bill and Ted 3. That's not... He's What was he in? He was in, like, something big. He was the voice of something on a big movie. Oh, he was in Toy Story 4, so he's doing press for that. He did something else. Was he in like a Marvel movie or something? I do not think so. Shoot. He's just been like, I don't know, crushing it lately. I think he's just been in the press and everyone's like re-realizing how awesome this guy is. He is super talented. I mean, go back to Parenthood. He rocked in Parenthood. He rocks in everything. He's low-key really like consistent. For like 30 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of the John Wick movies, but he's still cool on them. Yeah, exactly. Well, John Wick did come out this week or this year. So maybe that was like, he did press for that. He was in Always Be My Maybe. He was in Toy Story 4. He's just having a moment. He's having a moment. And I, I would say, why not do Matrix? You know, why not? Yeah, good for him. Let's see what else. I thought I do think it was cute that Sean loves to collect Pez dispensers, and I feel like as a fandom we should try and get Goldberg's faces as Pez dispensers somehow. Absolutely. 
I actually was researching the history of the Pez dispenser recently with my father-in-law while at the Jersey Shore on vacation because we bought the kids a bunch of Pez dispensers and they and and we had this whole discussion about like where it was invented and we're getting that sound again. Hello, are you there? What is that? I don't know. It's like it's yeah, so, yeah. somebody calling us on Skype. It's this is the Area 51 raid that's about to go down. That's oh, really? what this is. We should, oh. <laughs> yeah, we should probably go head to Area 51, New Mexico. The raid is about to begin. Anyways, that's what I, think I don't remember is. what I was saying, but we researched that <laughs> Pez was like created in Germany, and it was originally like peppermint flavored or something like that, and they changed it to fruit flavored and put the crazy heads on it to market it to Americans. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. What a fun fact. I mean, that's like, I, I wouldn't Sean say that's a fun fact as much as it's a collection of things that I looked up a few weeks ago and hopefully remembered enough to say properly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what else has been happening? Allie and AJ had their their tour. I think it might be over now. Sanctuary tour. That was good. Hopefully you How guys was the show? saw them. I loved it. I thought it was great. We had a great time. Um, they're so great live. They have such great voices. AJ's, oh, she's so talented. Yeah, like a, a true rock show. Um, they, like, went hard with some of, like, their old stuff, and I loved it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I know a lot of, like, um, when the show I went to, Rose MacGyver from Z- iZombie was there, and I know... Sean went there the next day and yeah. So I, I'm glad that, you know, the co-stars were supporting her and, and everything. That was cool. Uh, what else has other people been doing? I feel like Wendy's just always doing something. She's always filming something. That girl has so much hustle. She's awesome. My wife was on the plane we were on the plane back from Israel and mm-hmm. I had the two children sitting on me and, and like, you know, managing two children on an 11 hour flight is pretty long. And <laughs> I'm, I'm holding onto the kids and sort of like settling them and everything like that. And Allie starts waving at me, waving at me, waving at me from across the aisle. Cause she got a seat not near the kids and she's waving <laughs> at me to like, stop what I'm doing. And I'm like, Oh my God, like what happened? You know? And she's just pointing at the screen because she was watching What Women Want. And she wanted me to know that I, Wendy was on the screen because she was so excited. Yeah. And then she was just announced for something else, too. Um, what was she announced for? Some this, big movie. This is what happens when we don't have Ash, the... <laughs> I know. Wendy uh, Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia, as some say. <laughs> but uh, she, I swear she was just announced in something, guys. Oh, yeah. Wendy McLovin Covey, Damon Waynes Jr. join Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. That's a long title, but uh, sounds really cool. Oh, it's with Kristen Wiig. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm on board. Bridesma- yeah, Bridesmaids team up again. Plus, Damon Waynes Jr. is hilarious. I, I love him. I, know, I love him. I don't, I don't care if this is an unpopular thing to say, but I genuinely, genuinely enjoyed Let's Be Cops. So did I. Oh, my God. Shy. We're twins. I swear, 
it was just on trivia on Sunday, and I was just like not paying attention to trivia because I love that movie. That um, mo- I saw that movie Nina on a Dobrev plane. Is in that. Yeah, Nina Dobrev is in that. My favorite actress. Oh yeah, star of Final Girls, right? Uh of course, yes. But yeah, that's low key really funny. I don't know what people have a problem with that one. It's not controversial to me. No, it's a it's a funny movie. It's just sort of, you know, it's what you'd qualify maybe as a renter or. A, or a you know a plain movie or something like that, but totally enjoyable. Yeah, it has its space in 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 the, the landscape. I'd say. Yeah. All right. Uh oh, we're ringing again. What is that? <laughs> Are we being like? monitored or we're being we're being we're being like... trolled <laughs> yeah we have a competing fandom trying to it's i don't a, know it's, shut it's, it's all those big something. bang theory fans that are upset with their shows <laughs> finally oh, it's, over it's sony they're trying to shut us down exactly they're gonna make us start paying royalties <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're like guys this costs oh. us money <laughs> I'm trying to think if anything else big came out for Comic-Con. Oh, Top Gun. Top Gun trailer came out. Have you seen that yet? I have seen it. No, the trailer. Yeah, Top yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Top Gun 2, the trailer. Yeah, it actually it makes me hope that there's maybe a, a Top Gun-related uh, Goldberg's episode, but somehow I don't feel like that's coming. Ooh, interesting. Why? Because there's, like, no access to points. <laughs> I just I, I just think that I wonder what they would do, but also I, it strikes me as I don't know which which studio is doing Top Gun. It seems like getting mm-hmm. the rights to it would be difficult if it's not in the Sony. Sony is. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm, I was saying it would be hard if it wasn't a Sony. Production. Yeah, if it's not Sony. Yeah, it's it's Paramount. Right. Okay. So, so I don't know enough about the politics, but to me, that makes it seems like it might be hard. Well, I guess Karate Kid. It wasn't Karate Kid Paramount. What do I know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of movies they do aren't from Sony, but I mean, it just depends on what people are willing to to release. I, I would say it's more hard to get that plot down because, like, who's going to flight school? <laughs> On the show, it would have to be like Adam making another home movie, like when he did Die Hard. Oh <laughs> the, my God, that was such a classic. That that's probably what it would have to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. This Comic Con was a little messy this year, so I'm glad we got the interview we did with with our boy. Oh, that was that was amazing. That yeah. was that was, amazing. A, that was a long interview too. Yeah, that that was so. He was so gracious and so wonderful that he gave yeah. us like a hundred plus minutes, and he was so kind and so funny. Yeah, what a great kid! What a mensch! I know. Um, and we and we also uh, we had, we had that great interview with Jackie. That's that's like one of my favorite real life celebrities I've ever met <laughs> is Jackie Geary. Like she is oh. such an awesome person, and she's so fun. And the fact Dude, that we're still talking with her on online, man. Yeah, the fact that she's still tweeting and following my my Gilmore Girls adventure as I as I journey down the Gilmore Girls. What a cool person! Oh man, she is so cool. She's too cool for us. 
but at we, the same time so down to earth and cool that she she's like very chill about us like tweeting at her all the time yeah oh man other team so we have a premiere day September how many days how many how days many days to September 25th I'm looking it up well the Goldbergs countdown 64 days 64 days that's not so bad holy two months that's, uh, that's a little over two months two months and change uh, wow we'll probably do a few more gold nerds episodes between now and then yeah something will come up i mean what what are you watching right now shy besides gilmore girls what's on your top your docket watching gilmore girls watching money heist season three Ooh, it's so good guys it's caliente <laughs> muy caliente it i oh, i mean man. I could go have a lot of questions about the motivation of this season, but I don't care. But it is terrific. It's terrific, uh, and so I'm fine with seasons going beyond their like plot design of the show if the quality of the show is still good. Example: Big Little Lies season two. The quality was not good. There is not like nothing was good about it. They should not have continued on but they did like so many shows outlive their like lifespan and it ruins it. Well, like money, the pre- previous seasons. Well, money, money heist, heist. Well, you've watched the whole thing, haven't you? I, you, you... I haven't finished this new okay. season. We're on the third, we're on like the third episode. Yeah. I'm like around there. I just love those characters so much that I'm willing to suspend disbelief as to like why they are recreated a very similar situation to the first season with slightly different motivation. But I do love all those core characters. They're a lot of fun. And it's amazing to me that I love Denver, that these actors from Spain are now like totally iconic people to us. It's great. makes me really happy. I know. And they're like in so many other like Spanish Netflix series like Elite. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, God, I love them all. Give me my Spanish Netflix shows, please. So so watching that, I bet we've been watching in between as these other shows that we're really passionate about pop up, we've been bouncing in and out of good girls. Which is mm. which is a really I, I I really love the acting and the characters in that show. I'm it's not my favorite kind of plot. I don't really love the whole like regular people getting into crime deeper and deeper and deeper thing. It's just not, it gives me a little bit of anxiety, but I live for Retta's performance. Like an anti-hero on... thing? No, I don't mind an anti-hero. I, it's, it's the whole like regular suburban people getting involved with dangerous people and keep getting more and more involved with them. <laughs> I got like, I stopped seeing the way in which they could ever get out of this and it stresses me out. And, but I, I love Retta so much in that show. Wow. Is she incredible? Wow. Yeah. So I, I agree. I love all the female leads. I've watched their pre, all their previous works. Um, I'm here for May. May Whitman is my soul sister. Oh, I mean, May Whitman, the voice of Katara and Avatar The Last Airbender, she will. <laughs> I like, she's on my humans I'd give a kidney for. I don't even know anything about her other than that. I actually ran into her literally at the ATX Festival a few years ago. I was like, we're, I was like playing with something like a toy and I was like running for it. And like, I literally like bumped into her with, and, and, um, she's so tiny. I 
I was like, wow, like she's like just a little small peanut. And she was super gracious and nice. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she was like, nah, Matt. Like she was just so chill about it. She's such a chill bro. Um, and we both like share an internal, like deeply infinite love for Friday Night Lights. And like, like her and I, we just share that same pa- like burning passion for it. So like I will forever watch anything and everything Mae Whitman is on. I think she's so fantastic and talented and like consistent career for her whole life. And she's like a child actress. That's awesome. Yeah. But I think, she, yeah. What are you I, watching? I what, are you, what are you watching over the summer? Oh my God. Well, I've had, I've, I'm still behind on shows. Like, I mean, I'm years I behind on the, I'm years behind on the Arrowverse. I know, but like, I'm just, I'm honestly just stuck in an arrow, like time warp. I'm like rewatching the series. I'm on like season three of the series now. And I like restarted it. Um, like maybe like a month ago and like less than a month ago. And I just like everything else be damned because I'm only watching, um, arrow right now. I'm just like, I'm still in my little spiral. I'm so sad. It's ending. I like can't bear it, but yeah. So I'm like, mainly watching arrow even though i wanted to like start a bunch of other stuff like share noble on hbo i heard it was really good oh yeah and, i heard that's really good yeah i wanted to see that i want to start lucifer i really want to watch lucifer um so i'm getting to that hopefully i'll get to that that's on netflix now thank god get to that and then i've been also watching veronica mars even though i'm really pissed no whoa whoa whoa, whoa. What's happening. Whoa, whoa, whoa whoa i'm not i haven't started it yet mm. it's not good okay never mind never mind no have i'm you, not saying nothing have you watched the whole season no i haven't oh okay all right so there's still time to redeem it yeah i yeah. watched i watched lucifer so i could watch the episode that jackie geary was in <laughs> And it was charming. Oh. Devil solves crimes. Yeah, yeah. But you know, my I criticism is that there's only one episode with Jackie Geary in it. There should be more, <laughs> more Jackie Geary. I will watch more Lucifer. She should be like Madame Satan or something. Ooh, she could do a she could do a turn as like a villain on Sabrina. Oh my God! Yeah, we both finished Sabrina season two, right? I did not finish Sabrina season two. I checked out at the weird run around the forest and like make blood love episode i was like nope don't care unless someone can tell me this is going to cross over with riverdale i'm out it's not if they i that was the other thing riverdale comic-con was lit we got some good stuff off of that i'm so excited for season four but they did say that it's riverdale and sabrina are not crossing over i'm so sad yeah so my incentive for Sabrina after like I maybe I'll come back to it, but I just the actors are great, but whew, I really I actually, really did not like. I actually re I liked season two more than I thought I would, um, because it it did get like teetering on like blasphemy and like wow, like I feel kind of dirty for watching it, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it was actually really fun. Like, it ended up being a really fun season, so I was like, oh, all right, I'm, I guess I'm in. Um, 
So yeah, I finished that. What else did I want to watch? Yeah, I'm watching Veronica Mars. All right, I'm, I'm um, going to start that soon. But that one is like I'm so excited for. I have to like, um, I have to, I have to save her. That's what I'm trying to do with Money Heist because like, I would have watched that in one day if I let myself. But I'm trying to like make these characters last because I don't know if we're going to get another season of this. All right, I think we've exhausted Comic Con. Um. We had a good showing. 64 days to premiere time. 64 days till we get our vacation episode. Until then, I guess we'll just be online, guys. Shy, where can we find you? You can follow me at Pancake4Table on Twitter and Instagram. If you miss my voice, I am weekly on the Friday Night Movie Podcast where Lons and Ash have been guests, but also are frequently referenced. Like, you're referenced so often now that I can't I can't keep up with like the, the tagging and the tweeting is how much we reference you guys. So that's that's where you can find me. I love it. I love you guys. Um, I'm Lawrence. You can find me at PK Prime Twelve on Instagram and Twitter. And this has been a Golden Nerds podcast. You can find the Golden Nerds at the Golden Nerds on Instagram at Golden Nerds on Twitter and um, for all the latest. Goldverse news. All right. Have a summer, guys. We're shy. Have a summer.